You're stuck in a car with the family Two kids feel sick and the other one's desperate for a wee Here are some things that you can try If you're stuck in a car and you're feeling like you might cry now you can't have a second Whopper meal. Have a lovely homemade free flapjack. Hi there, my name's James and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast, I'm going to give you my top eight tips when it comes to traveling in a car with small children. I'm a happily married father of three and we live on the south coast of the UK near Brighton. I decided to create this podcast because I generally want to set up an online community that supports people, specifically parents and specifically dads and even more specifically dads like myself who often struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow my podcast. Me and my wife came down to Brighton as students in the 90s and like a lot of people who come to Brighton and decide they love it, we have stayed here ever since. With that in mind though, both sets of our parents and our brothers and sisters live a good two to three hours away. This means that in order to see them, we have to get in a car. And having had to try and successfully navigate the challenge that is car journeys with children, here are the golden nuggets of advice that I feel compelled to pass on to you. We've just returned from a family gathering today that took about five hours door to door. It was brutal. One of the things that's pretty impossible to repair for is when your children are going to need the loo. One of the main benefits of when they're little is you can stick them in a nappy and to an extent they quite often fall asleep and if they do a poo or a wee it doesn't matter. You can clean them up at the other end. The problem is if they're out of nappies then to an extent it can be a bit of a gamble. At the time of asking your four, five, six, seven, eight, 27 year old may generally have meant that they definitely didn't need the loo until they find themselves in a car on the N25 in gridlock traffic. When it comes to children needing the loo, it's a bit like that game whack-a-mole. You never know when your child is going to need the loo. And obviously the more children you've got, the more stops potentially have to have. It's so obvious, but make sure you get your kids to have a wee before they set off. That can help. Even if they assure you they really don't need one, telling them that this may be the last chance they ever get to go to the loo might help. So tip number one of taking long car journeys with children, if your kids need the loo, stop at the next available opportunity. Don't do what I sometimes do and think, I reckon I can push on. You drive past a sign saying, services two miles, services 42 miles, and you think, I reckon I can get there. If your kids need the loo, stop at the next available opportunity. Because what you don't want is the perfect storm of the traffic slowing down, your kids desperate for the loo, and you're miles away from the nearest toilet. Your partner might be desperately necking her Costa coffee and thinking, how can we make a toilet out of this? And even if you can get your toddler to agree that they might have to do a poo in a bag or wee into a Costa coffee cup, you might have their brothers and sisters absolutely freaking out by how disgusting this is. And you may find yourself having to hold a very full Costa coffee cup of your child's wee in the car, praying you don't hit a pothole or break down. As the driver, it's really frustrating. You're probably tired, you wanna get home, but the key to a stress-free existence in this scenario, is, and in most cases as a parent, is just accepting it. Just accept this is what it is. If your kids need the loo, they need the loo. Don't make it a test of their mental and physical endurance to see how long they can go before they actually end up having to wee themselves. That's a much bigger problem. Tip number two of taking long car journeys with your children, 
If your mum or whoever you're staying with very kindly offers to make you a packed lunch or send you off with some leftovers like some cakes or some biscuits or a flask of tea, take them up on that because what you really don't want is to arrive at the service stations with hungry, thirsty children where the costs of things are insane. The service stations have completely got you over a barrel because they know full well that hungry children get what they want. My mum often sends us off with Tupperware pots full of flapjacks or sandwiches or fruits, bottles of water, cartons of juice. This won't stop your children asking for everything they see at the service stations. It's like they're saying you should never go supermarket shopping when you're hungry. It's the same idea. And tip number three of taking long car journeys with children. Unless your children need to come into the service stations or into the petrol station to use the loo, keep them in the car. Otherwise you might end up having a very public and embarrassing argument with your tantruming child who desperate for you to buy that latest bottle of Prime as you're just trying to pay for your fuel. Your child may very cleverly realize that actually the louder and more obnoxious and more embarrassing they are, the higher the chance you might just end up buying whatever it is they want to stop them making a fuss and embarrassing you. And tip number four of taking long car journeys with children, if at all possible, do a bit of a check before you set off. I know it's a hassle, you might be setting off after a long day of work, but if you can check all your tire pressures at the same time as you're getting fuel, that's a good idea. And tip number five of taking long car journeys with children, make sure you start with a clean car. The state of the car at the end of a journey is horrendous. All sorts of food packages and drink bottles and if one of your child has been caught short, who knows what's in that car. If you can spend five or ten minutes before you get them all in the car, taking a plastic bag and just getting rid of any rubbish from the previous journey, that's a good start. And with that in mind, maybe have a couple of plastic bags hanging from the passenger and the driver's seat at the back so your children actually have somewhere to put their rubbish. That doesn't guarantee that won't stop them dropping food everywhere. But if they can see somewhere to put their rubbish right in front of them, that at least gives you a chance of them not dropping it on the floor. And tip number six of taking long car journeys with children, if they've got iPads, make sure they're fully charged up. If they've got mobile phones, make sure they're fully charged up. Make sure your phone's fully charged up. Most cars these days have a USB port so that you can charge up iPads, laptops, your own phone while you're driving. Obviously it goes without saying, don't do anything that detracts from the safety of your driving. And if you're driving, you should be doing nothing but focusing on driving. But your passengers and the kids in the back who need entertainment so they can let you focus on the important job of doing the driving, make sure any devices are fully charged up. In an ideal world, small children get in a car, chatter around for 10 minutes and might fall asleep. And that leads me on to tip number seven. If you're traveling in the evening, maybe get your kids in their pajamas. So if they're asleep by the time you pull into the driveway, you can literally just pick them up and put them into bed. There's nothing more grumpy than a child who has been woken up from a long car journey whose parents are trying to put them into their pajamas. That will not go down well. And tip number eight for taking long car journeys with children, have some activities planned. There are so many things you can't control when it comes to vehicles and traffic. And even with being the best planned, most organized parent on the planet, you still might find yourself on the M25 stuck in gridlock traffic with grumpy children. I have found a game of basically letting each child pick the next song if you've got a way of linking up your phone or maybe having some audibles that they can listen to can really help. I really hope you got some of this podcast and if you've got an amusing anecdote or story about a car journey you've done with your family please put it in the comments below. Also do you have a tip about taking long car journeys with your kids? If so please share it in the comments section below. I've just written a book called First Time Dad that's now available on Amazon. 
If you'd like a completely free digital copy of that book, please put your Gmail account in the comments section. Alternatively, you could email me at mydadmissions at gmail.com. All I would hope for is that you'd leave me a review on Amazon once you've had a chance to take a look at it. I hope wherever you're on the world, you're okay. Take care. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday.